everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. Today we're going to explore the pros and cons of having pets in our golden years. Before we get started, Randy is going to introduce us to our Codger of the Week. Randy? Our Codger of the Week is a great old guy that I I already love him, even though I don't know him. His name is Dale Sanders. He lives outside of Memphis, Tennessee. He's from Kentucky. What's not to love? <laughs> he is 87 years old, and what he did last year is amazing. On September 7th of 2022, Mr. Dale Sanders became the oldest man to ever paddle the entire length of the Mississippi River mm. as a through paddle, meaning he didn't do part of it and take a break and come back and pick up where he left off. He did the whole thing. Mm. He did it in 87 days during his 87th year. Is that cool or what? The guy, not only is he a stud by anybody's definition, <laughs> he's, he's a, a great old codger, but he's got a sense for the theatrical. They call him Graybeard because when he retired 20 years ago, he literally threw his razors away and he hasn't shaved since. So he's got this beautiful, <laughs> big, long gray beard. It's kind of his trademark. So on top of being the kind of guy who goes out and breaks world records, and by the way, he told the Guinness Book of World mm. Records he was doing this Mississippi River paddle. They charted his progress, and he's going to be in the next edition of the, the record book. Mm. So this is just a guy, I can't say enough about him. I want to go meet him. A documentary movie was made about this trip, and it's going to premiere sometime early this year. I want to see it, and I want to meet Mr. Dale Graybeard Sanders, because he is our codger of the week. I really love the guy. Love it. He sounds like a great guy. Thanks a lot, Randy. Richard, why don't you kick off the discussion about seniors and pets? You bet. Today, we're going to talk about an issue that is so important to so many of us seniors. We're going to talk about older people and their pets. A recent poll of more than 2,000 older adults found that 55% of them own pets. 68% had dogs, 48% had cats, more than half reported having multiple pets, and more than half said that their pet sleeps in their bed with them. Why do so many older Americans have pets? Experts report that having a pet reduces stress. In fact, there have been studies that have shown that just stroking your pet, just petting your pet, can lower your blood pressure. You can improve cardio from walking your pet. In fact, one study reported that owning a dog can reduce your visits to the doctor's office. Imagine that. Money saved and time saved. Then there's the social benefit from meeting people who coo about your pet. We've all seen that one. You're walking your dog and up come 10 people during the walk that want to talk about you and your pet, and especially your pet. It's a great way to meet other people. These experts say virtually every pet is a quote-unquote therapy pet. They offer unconditional love. They are always by your side if you want them to be. They always want and respond to your attention. Randy, you're a very enthusiastic pet owner. Can you tell us why you have a dog and what it brings to your life? 
Absolutely. At this point in my life, as an old codger, I finally have the dog I've wanted my whole life. I grew up in a family. Mm. We tried as a kid, me and my brother, we wanted a, a dog. My parents tried a dog. It just didn't really work. We were probably too young for it. Then when I had kids, we had a little French poodle, but he was not a big dog. He was like 11 or 12 pounds. It wasn't the dog I dreamed of. Lo and behold, when uh, Patty and I moved up to Colorado Springs, we bought this house with a great, wonderful, big lawn Mm. in the backyard, a fenced yard. And I said to her, we have got to get a dog. (laughs) We have got to get a dog. For once in my life, I have a dog backyard, and I want a dog. (laughs) So the big decision was how big a dog. I lobbied for the dog I always wanted. We ended up with a Labradoodle. Baxter is his name. We got him at eight weeks old in January in Colorado, and maybe getting a puppy in Colorado in the middle of winter was not (laughs) our our smartest idea. (laughs) There were a lot of trips out into the snow, encouraging him to do his business. All that aside, we went through puppyhood. Now I've got a great four-year-old dog who is my best friend who's not human. He's the greatest. Gary, what about your experience with pets? When I was growing up, we always had a dog at some point or another. My mother just loved dogs, so we always had a dog of some type of some breed, sometimes mutts, sometimes fancy pedigreed dogs. When I got married, we had cats. Actually, in the last 20 years, four dogs and a cat. B and I wow. had, uh, when we got together, we had two dogs and a cat. So until just recently, mm. we've always had pets. So it's mm. a kind of a common part of our life is to have a pet. I certainly grew up with pets, mainly dogs, but also parakeets and cockatiels. I had an aunt who raised parakeets and cockatiels, had 2,000 of them in her home at, at <laughs> the same time. You didn't want to sleep over there. You didn't want to sit for very long. No, no. <laughs> Dive bombing for You didn't want to volunteer to clean a cage either. In our house, it was mainly dogs, two or three over a growing up period. And then more recently, we were raising our kids. We had dog, Frida, who was a loyal, beautiful uh, retriever that we had for a number of years. I'm with you. We all, uh, we all have had pets and mainly dogs in our life. Let me change this a little bit because experts do point to some possible concerns about older people, especially having pets. One is your own energy. Like Randy got himself a a puppy and a puppy that's going to grow up, has grown up into a big dog. At least with dogs, the amount of attention you have to devote and the energy of feeding and walking your pet might be, for a lot of seniors, more than they can handle. Randy, have, have you had any of that experience? I haven't dealt with that yet. I'm still young enough to really want to go outside. Baxter and I literally took a walk right before we started recording. He gets me Mm -hmm. out of the house every single day. His favorite part of the day is going for a walk. Who am I to tell him he can't do that? And I'm getting exercise. I'm walking through the neighborhood. I'm saying hi to people. Mm. As you probably mentioned, and if you didn't, One of the real benefits of owning a dog and walking him through the neighborhood is that you become friends with everybody who's 
first of all, who's got a dog, because dogs and people kind of go together. In the case of Baxter, who is in my backyard a lot, the back fence is four feet tall. He pops his head over the top of the fence. Everybody knows Baxter. I've got more neighbors who know my dog than know me, which is kind of a hoot. But it's a very social thing. It's, I can't say enough good things about having a dog, given the fact that, yeah, they're work, but the benefits outweigh the negatives. For me, having a dog falls in that category. It's an enrichment for my life. I don't even want to think about giving up. Gary? It's a tough one, really, because as Richard said earlier, dogs unconditionally love you. There's nothing else. There's no human that <laughs> offers that kind of unconditional yes. love. Don't you don't need a girlfriend? You need a dog, right? A dog. A dog will be nice to you all the time. Start with the dog, then get the girlfriend. Well, as a matter of fact, that's a great way <laughs> yeah, to pick it up is. women, right? You got this cute little puppy, and my God, what a magnet that can be. But I, I guess the downside to me is ultimately you'll probably outlive your pets. And that's some of the toughest things yeah. ever. Yep. Having been through that process five times in the last 15 mm. years, it's it's kind of hard. It makes you step back a little bit and say, hmm, do I want to do this again? And that's a challenge. You're right, Gary. That is a big challenge. I had an experience three, four years ago, you know, 74 years old, walking a dog, not my dog, but a dog of my ex-wife's. And the dog saw a bird and suddenly lurched toward the bird, twisted the leash around my ankles, and I fell right there in the street, right up against the curb. It shook me, really shook me, and scraped me. I vowed I'm not, I'm not walking dogs that I don't really know are calm ever again. It was a terrifying, too strong a word, but it was a concerning experience. And I can imagine being even older and trying to walk a decent-sized dog, not a little guy, but a 40, 50-pound dog or more, and that kind of thing happening. And can't let that happen. You just can't. So that's the energy thing and, and kind of the control thing. And then there's the cost piece. Dogs can be expensive. My brother has spent $8,000 on his golden to keep it healthy. A lot of seniors don't have that kind of disposable income. Now, you can say, of course, that that dog is a member of his family. So you'd spend $8,000 on your child or your spouse or your loved one. The cost of having an animal is, is a real factor. So far, I don't regret spending the money for Baxter. He hasn't cost us that much money. He's, he's a four-year-old dog, so he's not, he's not aging or anything. Before you get a pet, absolutely consider how much you can afford to spend on it. Gary? I mean, we have this periodic discussion. Do we want to get another pet? Do we want mm. another cat? Do we want another dog? And the answer at times is, of course. I mean, there's just, it's nice to have a pet around. And when a cat jumps up in your lap and sits in your lap, that's a pretty comforting thing. Your blood pressure probably does go down. I wouldn't yeah. dispute that at all. But then you look at the cost. I know that I, over the course of many years, have spent thousands of dollars on vet bills. And you don't regret doing it. Sometimes you get to the point you have to say, is this the right thing to do? 
because we do tend to overtreat animals at the end of their lives the same way we sometimes overtreat humans at the end of their lives. <laughs> it's not an unusual phenomenon. Right. But you're, you're more inclined to do it with a pet because you have to take care of the pet. The, the pet is almost defenseless without your mm-hmm. assistance. Intervention. Yeah. So it's expensive. Mm-hmm. I think cost is one of the issues you have to decide if you're going right. to have a pet. And if they have a palate for very fancy food, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. We have ordered our food online because the local stuff in the grocery stores didn't suit our cat's taste. <laughs> 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 oh boy. I'm sorry. You know what? You got to draw a line somewhere with these little furry things. <laughs> we, you know, we get the big sack of dog food from Costco, dry food, and we put two spoons of the wet food on top of it. And he's happy. He doesn't care. You're feeding me. I'm going to love you forever. Baxter's the perfect duck. He's happy. He runs around. He eats what, what's put in front of him. Great dog. I love Baxter. By the way, on the cost thing, a lot of people who work all day don't feel comfortable leaving the dog alone in the yard, in the apartment, whatever. They feel like they have to hire people to give the dog a walk. And when you go out of town, so a lot of people house their dogs in these places that board the dogs. And it's whatever it is, $20, $30, $40 a day that 40? you're spending. Is it 40 That's per dog, small dog. I recall times when we've taken trips Actually, camping trips where you're not going to spend that much in lodging, but you're paying 80 or $100 for a couple of dogs oh. in nice little pet hotels, I suppose. But wait a minute. Let's stay on that topic for just a moment, because with Baxter, I am in the middle of that. Patty and I mm. travel as much as we can. Sometimes we travel with Baxter if it's a car trip. Sometimes we get on a plane and go somewhere else. We are lucky enough to have found a dog sitter. There's actually a website called rover.com if you're looking for a dog sitter or a cat sitter, a pet sitter. Our gentleman comes over to the house and basically house sits and dog sits oh my. for us. And Baxter is delighted <laughs> when yeah. Alex comes over. Just delighted. He's part of the greater Baxter family. <laughs> Think about it. As retired folks, a lot of us, for the first time in our, in our adult lives, are at home more. It might be the perfect time to have a pet if you're not busy traveling if you're not busy with other time engagements are but every family and every individual has to make that decision and it's something you ought to think about before you get a pet seriously yeah next year when you go on your big trip to italy you're going to house baxter with this pet sitter absolutely okay when we come up with an idea for a big trip one of the first contacts we make is alex it's like (laughs) hey are you available on these dates (laughs) oh that's great because if he's not we probably don't go we change the dates we've done that too there's another website that we've used where people sit for free we're going to be gone for two weeks and we live in santa fe and people say oh (laughs) that's a good deal free (laughs) lodging free housing and all i need to do is feed the dog and i love dogs Wow. And so we've used this that service. And it turns out to be great because we do the same thing Randy and Patty do. We call the same guy because he was so good the last time. That's a great tip from you guys for anybody that's got a pet or is thinking about a pet. Trustedhousesitters.com. Trustedhousesitters.com. There it is. So we were talking about possible concerns of older people and pets. 
We talked about energy level, whether you have the energy for a pet. We talked about the cost. And the third one was something Gary alluded to earlier, and that is the death of a pet. Many seniors, research has shown, worry about two things. They worry that their beloved pet may die and leave them with extreme loneliness. And they also worry that they might precede their pet in dying. And then who would take care of the pet? Randy? I think having a pet is worth it. If it works in your lifestyle, if it's something that, you know, kind of warms your heart and fills the space in your life, I think the downsides are minuscule compared to the rewards that you get. When your pet dies, and it will die, whether it's uh, before you or after you, that's something you kind of have to plan for. If I was 88 years old and got myself a puppy, I would only do that if I had somebody who would agree to take the dog Mm. if I should pass away. I wouldn't put the dog through that. And I'd want it to be somebody that gets to visit the dog so that it's not going to be all of a sudden, you know, you lose your owner and you go to a stranger. I don't want that for the the pet. I, I didn't really think about that when we got Baxter. I'm going to outlive Baxter. But later in life, I would have to consider that. Mm. Gary? Well, we already talked about the issue of loss. Well, I yeah. consider that really important for me. You just don't want to deal with losing a beloved pet. For me, that's one of the issues. You just got to think about it. And the other is, you know, we've seen situations, you know, B was a hospice nurse. Patty's been a hospice nurse. Many situations where you go into a family, somebody's, somebody's dying, and they've got a pet. And what to do with that pet becomes an issue. Maybe not an overwhelming issue, but it's just one more thing to deal with at a difficult time for people. Yeah. One of the things about not getting a dog when you're 88 years old is somebody's got to bend over and pick up the poop. no 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 well unless you don't pick up your poop then there is no poop fairy out there to pick up your dog's poop i i don't know so i want to do that when i'm 88 years old that's a good point you know what you can hire that out (laughs) seriously i i haven't seen it in colorado springs but when i was in living in southern california there were these little trucks that Drove through the neighborhood, pooper scooper. You, know? you hire a guy, you hire a 22 year old guy to pick up the poop, much like you hire out so many other things in your life. So, I mean, that's, that's not a big deal. You can get anything you need in Southern California, can't you? Well, yeah, you, you can get psychiatry for your dog or cat and all kinds of stuff. Never thought we didn't talk about that cost, Richard. You know, when you have to send your dog that's to true. a shrink, or when you have Try to go to, to a shrink yourself because of your dog. I really think there's sort of a cosmic thing going on with animals. The animals that we choose as pets all have significantly shorter lifespans than we do as humans. And I think that's part of the circle of life and part of the way Mother Nature has intended it. We get a little death experience when mm-hmm. our pets die mm-hmm. because that's part of life and we, and we shouldn't forget that. I think it's easier when you've gone through that a couple of times with a pet then you realize, well, you know, when when other family members die, you're a little bit better equipped to deal with that. Great point. So I think yeah. I think that's a gift that a pet gives you. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah it's it a is. good observation. Excellent. 
Let's run to tips for any seniors who might be planning to make a pet part of their lives. Well, Randy, what do you think about that? What tips would you offer a senior planning to get a dog? One of the tips I would throw out is, if it's possible, I think it benefits a senior if you have a chance to spend a little bit of time with an animal before you commit to it. Mm. You'll have a better idea of what you're getting yourself into. And that's a big deal as a senior. You probably don't want a giant life change all at once. You want to know what you're getting into. So that that would be my overall tip for seniors getting pets. Gary? I've got a tip. Get a cat. <laughs> We've been focusing on dogs, yeah. right? Everybody has a grand time with a dog. Cats are a little more aloof. They're superior beings, as we all know. If you've ever had a cat, you do understand <laughs> that what the cat thinks of you. You're there to provide food, scratch them behind the ears, and a place to lie when they want to sit, sit in your lap. It turns out cats are easier to take care of. Sure. There's less sure. risk. They're not going to pull you off your feet right. as you're dragging them around with a leash. Right. We had a kind of a nice cat. She was a little bit of a princess, mm. but that's okay. We're, we're all married to princesses. Uh, wait a minute. Cats are princesses. That's what they are. Exactly. Oh, By defi- you're right. By definition. Anyway, By definition. If, think about a cat. If you really want to have a pet and you're getting older, that's another way out. All right. I have a confession to make. And don't tell Baxter that I'm saying this. But when Baxter's gone, I very well may turn into a cat person because I'll be older. And I've had cats. I I appreciate them. They're totally different than dogs. But I appreciate them as, I don't know, companions and sources of enjoyment and frustration and everything else that a cat brings. So, Baxter, you didn't hear me say this. When you pass along, I might just get myself a cat. Randy, this is on tape, so he will hear it. No, I know. Everybody's going to (laughs) know. Well, let me tell you that my wife, Allison, and I have grappled with this question of pets uh, frequently, uh, to have or not have a pet. And so far, we've decided that our lifestyle just doesn't work for having a a dog, the only kind of pet we really consider, although you're making a strong case, both of you, for for a cat. We uh, travel a lot, but this could change because we love dogs and every time we take a walk we stop every person out there who has a pooch on a leash pet the dog have the dog lick us the whole thing they are without a doubt wonderful companions if our lifestyle would become more local less travel the dog could be in our future we hope that this has been a useful discussion send us your comments your suggestions your tips about seniors and pets we would welcome them Join us next week when we suggest that it's time to get your butt off the couch. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger on your favorite podcast app or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger at gmail.com or leave a comment in this episode at www.campcodger.com.